What's up guys? Today is February 20th, 2018. It is the second episode of The Adam and Connor Show. He's Adam, I'm Connor, and thank you for tuning in. We we ready? We live. We we live right now. Live. All right, everybody, welcome to episode two of the Adam and Connor Show, where we talk everything from politics to your mom jokes. I'm Adam, and this is... <laughs> <laughs> give, me, give me your best your mom joke. Mom joke? Oh, man. My favorite one, and it's, like a stu- it's not really your mom joke, but it's that stupid one from grade school where it's like, uh, are you gay? And they're like, no. Does your mom know you're gay? They're like, ha, ha, ha. I don't know, it's really stupid, but uh, it always makes me chuckle. Oh, man. I don't really have any of your mom jokes. I don't look up at them too much. I always stayed away from uh, Yeah, I guess stuff. it's more of just like one of those things where someone says something and then you're just like, oh, your mom. Yeah. 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 More like that. Dude, I'll oh, fight over crazy, that. Man. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I'll, I'll bite you. I'll punch a fool out. I, I have before, actually. Okay. That happened. Uh, did I ever tell you about that one? Over uh, your mom joke? Well, it wasn't over your mom joke, but so it was like in downtown San Jose, right in front of this restaurant, a big glass view in this restaurant. And this, my roommate was talking to this girl at the bar, and then she ended up having a boyfriend, and he came over as being really, really douchebag. He was the kind of douchebag that'd be like, hey, you looking at me, bro? You know, like that type. Yeah. Fuck this guy. So I was trying to break it up, and uh, he said, like, fuck you. And he goes, I fucked your mom. And. I was like, what? And then he, he flinched at me like he was going to throw a punch. And I just kind of like leaned over, uppercut, hook, cross, and I uh, I put him out. Just right like that. Girlfriend. Oh, yeah. my God. And he, he, was, he was the douchey one? Yeah, he was the douchey one. I don't think you've ever told me that. And if you have, I just can't remember. It was right in front of, um, what's that restaurant? Mexican restaurant, downtown San Jose. Um, uh, Trace, like the club? N- no, it's a restaurant. It's a popular food place around here oh. everyone goes for like their sauce or something oh la vix la vix yeah there you go damn dude yeah, the whole place was looking at me because you know they got those windows right there yeah yeah i looked up and went, oh shit <laughs> that guy i know and his mom stupid <laughs> stupid how, anyway how, how was your day dude today's been pretty good um had the day off, you know, just got, got a lot of stuff done, been chilling, just clean the, clean the place up and, um, been getting into some, might be doing some social media stuff for that company that Joe's been working for, Hoversurf. Oh, no shit. Yeah. I guess the guy that they have right now, like lives in Russia and he just, he's not doing a good job. Like he's not like building a following. So he hit me up, uh, earlier today or last night about it. And he was like, Hey man, like we're looking for someone like. I'll send them your info if you're down. And, would, you, would you be able to explain Hoversurf to people who don't know? Uh, yeah, so Hoversurf, and you guys can check this out if you want, at Hoversurf.com. It's, they basically have two different live products right now. One of them is called the Scorpion 3, and it's a flying motorcycle. Or that's the best way to kind of describe it. It's, there's four propellers um in each corner and literally you can fly this thing up as high as you want it's it's pretty crazy when you watch videos of it um and then there's also another thing that they have already built called the cargo drone which is like you know you hear about like oh amazon wants to start delivering with drones and stuff like that 
Yeah. So that's essentially what it is. It's like it's like a drone motorcycle. It's just this big. No, it's just a big ass. Yeah, just a huge drone, and it just has this big like a uh, box in the middle so that you can store products or whatever. And then they're actually trying to make a like a like a flying car. I don't think I don't think they expect it to be ready for a long time, but uh, it's called mm. the Formula. And so, but anyways, right now our buddy Joe, he's just. They're going across the U.S. They're driving west right now. I think he's in Austin, or he's he was just in New Orleans, and they're going to be in Austin, Texas, pretty soon. They're just uh, showcasing the hover bike, and um, you can check them out like on Instagram, Hover Surf, uh, Twitter, Hover. Surf. The Instagram is probably the best place to go check them out, or just the website hoversurf.com. But it's some pretty like advanced stuff. They're trying to they're just trying to get into the whole aerial space, you know. Yeah, I wonder if that's how the future is going to go, you know, if, say, Elon Musk, you know, gets the idea to do that and, you know, see how far advanced you can go with that. Because in all those movies in the past, like, you see all the future, everybody's in flying cars. From what I've seen, I think Elon's more, because, like, with the whole boring company and stuff, I'm pretty sure he's more into traveling underground than he is in the sky. (laughs) Dude, he's such a badass. So, you know how, so if you purchased the... like a hat from the boring company or whatever. Yeah. It would come with a flamethrower. That's uh, yeah. I saw those flamethrowers. Well, he, but you weren't allowed to sell something called a flamethrower. So do you know he named it? He called it not a flamethrower. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a boss. Man. Oh man. I want not a flamethrower so bad. I uh, know. Seriously. People are, seriously. people haven't got them yet, but they're already uh, reselling them on eBay for like four times the cost. The flamethrowers. Yeah. Cause it was wow. a limited amount. I think they sold 10,000 of them. That was it. Yeah. Um, but I was like, damn, I should have bought like one, at least one, and then I could have just flipped it for like two grand. I don't know, man. Yeah. Where, where do you get a flamethrower from? You, I didn't even can, know that was a legal thing. Yeah, you can buy them online. The one that he sells is like much smaller, and the, the flamethrower is not as big, but it's like way more compact. Like you could legit put that in your trunk and go like bring it around. But the yeah. other ones are like you have to wear them like they're backpacks, and they, they're a lot like bigger and uh, much more expensive, but they have a way, way bigger flame. Like I've watched videos of flamethrowers and it's just crazy. That, that guy is just nuts. I was reading this thing. He routinely works, um, over a hundred hours. Like there's not a week that goes by where he doesn't work a hundred hours, which, you know, is 14 hour days, seven days a week. Well, for him, it's not work. It's just what he loves to do. He just loves to do it. But I've never seen a C- Usually a CEO, you know, Oh, CEO kind of knows what their product's about. They know the gist of things. Yeah. But Elon knows the the details. You know, the, I think it's those attention to these details that makes him so much better than everybody else. Yeah, I mean, he's definitely one of the top top entrepreneurs right now. Just he wants to, he's just changing he want, the world, bro. It's it's funny when people will be like, oh, like Steve Jobs and like all these other people, and it's like, dude, like I feel like Elon. I mean, people understand how big he is, but I feel like he's still underrated for who he is. Like, I don't think people understand, like, you know, especially you think with everything he's... with the Falcon heavy that's going on right now. Like he's literally uh, changing, yeah. like changing the world. Do you think he's done psychedelics before? I'm sure. Really? He, yeah, no, I think he has. You think so? I think, I, he, think... I think he's openly talked about it too. I think that it's just when you do something like that, you know, ayahuasca, DMT, just even shroom smoking weed or just opens up, creativity pass in your brain that just the 
normal person, it's very hard for them to tap into. Totally. Yeah. And I, I think we were talking about this the other day, but um, Paul Stamets, who was on the Joe Rogan podcast. Well, thanks for that recommendation, too. I took those today. I feel great. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the My Community host defense for everybody listening, if you want to never get sick again. <laughs> Essentially, so, I mean, I've always had allergies, and I started taking these mushrooms, and I think it's a concoction of about 17 or yeah, something mushrooms. Yeah, 17 of them. And my nose stopped running, you know, and I'm not, you know, talking inside my nose so much of like, man, I can breathe. I don't have to keep wiping my nose and getting embarrassed all the time. Like, oh, I got to blow my nose, got to blow my nose. So it's been yeah. pretty eye-opening. And I think the mushrooms in general, even um, – what's the psychedelic kind? The, psilocybin. Take, psilocybin. I think mushrooms are just a severely under-researched um, plant. or, or they, They're considered a fungi, right? Yeah. So there's a lot of them even – like you've heard of the um, – Terrence McKenna's stoned ape theory. Have you heard of that? I don't think so. So he thinks that we evolved because an asteroid crashed on planet Earth. And from that asteroid, off of it from somewhere out in the universe, caused fungi to grow or like carried some pathogens on top on it that chimpanzees back, you know, hundreds of thousands of years ago started eating. And then that was what caused them to evolve into the human race. Yeah. Wow. It's crazy, right? Yeah, and just... no, Paul, Paul Stamets kind of talks about, I mean, I don't think he said that exactly in that podcast, but he was talking about how we're actually, there's this huge connection between just people and, and fungi in general and, the, you know, all the, there's so many different types. I think there's like hundreds, if not thousands of types of fu- different fungi and how mm-hmm. uh, many of them just do like miraculous things for you and um, I think Tim Ferriss takes it once a year and Jordan Peterson's openly talked about how he, he's done it quite a bit and yeah. has seen huge benefit. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Seen... I'm looking at, um, all the different mushrooms right now that are in the host defense, the, my community, the one we just started taking. So there's, there's Shaga, Mataki, Reishi, Cordyceps, Royal Sun, Blazy. And I could be saying these wrong. Uh, Enokitaki, Mesema, turkey tails, oyster mu- oyster mushrooms, lion's mane, which is a really big one. I hear that is like – lion's mane actually looks really cool too if you look a picture of it up. Um, artist conch, Oregon reishi, uh, agaricon, amadou, shiitake, maitake, birch polypore, and split gill polypore. So that's the 17 different mushrooms in that one – uh, you take two pills for one serving, and um, dude, that's just I. It's, it's crazy. I haven't even looked into all of them, but I just I actually found out it about them from Tim Ferriss on the he was on the Gary V podcast, and he was saying that this is the 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 one product under a hundred dollars that will change your life. Wow, yeah, it's been life changing just from one day taking it. Yeah, I, I think the the lion the lion's mane, the chaga, and the cordyceps are. Kind of the, the main ingredients in those. Totally. Well, this is, you know, the coffee, uh, what company is that? Four Sigmatic. They have the Lion's Mane and Chaga coffee, right? Yeah. And that stuff's phenomenal. I love it, dude. The first time I started drinking that, it was like so, I felt so good, so clean. I didn't want to drink any other coffee. But then you look into these and it's like, oh, I could just pay a little bit more money and I could have them in a capsule and then you don't need to buy that coffee because yeah. it has everything, it has the Lion's Mane and the Chaga in this. 
and it's just I don't know. I feel really good off it. I I think I've been taking it for two weeks now. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but it's I I pretty much believe anything Tim Ferriss says in terms of what to do for fitness yeah. or biohacking or whatever because he's I've read we've both read like all of his books, right? Yeah, I've read except the newest one. I yeah, me read. too. Tools of Titans. Yeah, no, I've read. I have Tools of Titans. He has a fourth one now. Oh no, you're right. The new one. Um, shoot, I know. I read Tool, Tools of Titans as well. I have that one. But the new one is. Um, it's where he interviewed all the top class people or something. Yeah, where like he gets their morning routines and stuff. Or yeah. Um, it's called. Let me see. I'm trying to look it up right now. I'm looking. It's going to bother me. Tribe of mentors. Tribe of mentors. There yeah. we go. Yeah. But uh, from, I guess in a way that's exactly what Tools of Titans was. What right? Because you just take a guy and you know, what pretty makes much. Them, yeah. Them. I I I thought it was just kind of the same thing. I haven't looked into it, but his last three books have actually last four have all just really been reference books. Whereas Four Hour Workweek is when he kind of needed to read, you know, from chapter one all the way through. Yeah, I kind of like how he structures them, though. How you. You know, it's he compares them to like a cookbook. Like you open it up, and whatever you're interested in or you want to read about that day, you go and read. It's not like you have to start right off and you know go to the end, like the first one you're saying. But um, yeah, dude, I think it just shows like because how you're saying the last two books they they appear to pretty much be pretty similar, but that just goes to show like once you have a brand, like personal brand, you can just keep selling the same stuff if you want to. <laughs> Well, I know a lot of his blog posts that he posts are really – a lot of it is just reposting stuff that he's had from 2010, you know? Yeah, yeah, but that that's cool too. But, they, like, but they, you know, if you, have, if you already wrote something on that subject, why do you have to write something again? You know, how to increase your testosterone through certain supplementation. Well, you know, I think it's for a couple of reasons. I think, one, he most likely has a much bigger following now and people who just recently say – found out about him this year or last year maybe haven't seen that article so for him to repost it i mean it's not doing anyone any bad because if you go into his blog and you see it you're like oh i already read that yeah or you're someone who hasn't seen it and you're like oh this is new to me so i think that's kind of why like you can you can easily recycle things because you know just people haven't seen it you post it in a different place or whatever he may critique it and you know Mm -hmm. it up a little bit but um in terms of entrepreneurs, who else besides like Elon and Tim are you kind of like into right now? In, like right now, like not necessarily like who's the best entrepreneur ever, but like who's like one or two guys who you're like super into that people could check out and maybe get some value from? Actually, well, actually, I do have a couple. They're really not big at all either. So if you really want to start following me, probably can even talk to these people personally. Um, this guy named Mark Dagesi, I can't pronounce his last name but he um, has this program called ds genie stands for drop shipping genie okay basically what it is so if people don't know what drop ebay or amazon drop shipping is basically you go to like walmart.com or home depot.com you find a product on it and then you that same product you list it on say ebay.com just as, as a higher price and so when someone buys it from you you just put their shipping info back to the original website so and then you just collect the difference. And so you, you the, started doing this what, like a couple months ago? Uh, yeah, a couple months ago, and I've you know made a couple of sales just by myself. But what this DS Genie guy is, 
he does what's called product sniping. So okay. with this program, you can type in someone's eBay username and I'll show you what they sold the most, when they sold it. And it'll actually even show you where they got the products from. And then you can just kind of undercut them by a couple of cents and really take their sales. And, you know, it's a, it's a dog eat dog world and it's what businesses do all the time. Yeah. That's pretty cool though. Like how, how many, can you remember exactly how many uh, of those sales that you've made and kind of how much, like, cause if, if there's anyone listening, who's kind of looking for, everyone's always looking for different alternatives and ways to make like a side, you know, money on the side, side hustle. Mm-hmm. So like kind of mm-hmm. how, how many of those have you done and how, how much so, time does it take to really like set up? Oh man, you can set it up in a couple hours and just list. If you get pretty decent at listing products, you know, maybe list five to 10 products you think will sell yeah. within a couple hours. Um, I've made over $2,000 and I've barely even, got into it so but now i've been following this guy on youtube and uh he's you know i'm gonna start i was actually trying to i was doing a lot of research today just following his tutorials and how he finds certain drop shippers and so he can kind of undercut their prices a little bit oh wow on, on youtube and then there's this other guy that i follow his name's chad tenant t-e-n-n-a-n-t okay and, and um he has a book called passive income and basically what he does is he in in this book he has i believe 15 different ways you can make passive income and then he writes a little bit on how to do each one it's kind of the book is all tutorials and cuz he makes a ton of money doing what are it. some of his best ways to make passive income uh blogging uh ebaying you know just stuff like that i think he's mostly blogging and then uh he he has a couple products out um writing ebooks, you know, th- things along that nature. Okay. Uh, um, I think he's coming out with, he has a couple products. He won't really show you those companies that he makes. He'll show you his books and stuff, but he doesn't want people knowing what his other companies are. That's cool. Um, I kind of want to touch on something that you said about this. I can't remember his name. The first entrepreneur you're talking about, the guy with, about the drop shipping. Oh, Mark. Yeah. What's his last name? Digessi? Yeah, you were saying like he's not that big. You could probably even personally talk to him. Um, and it kind of reminded me like something I've been doing like just this last like month or two really is – and I, I want to stress it to people listening. If there's anything you're – any new hobby or activity you're trying to get into and or any person that's really good at that that you could get some information from, like the power of DMing people is so unreal. It's – I think it's – it's just really crazy because you could go and DM 10, 20 people that you look up to and you want to talk to. And one or two of them are probably most likely to respond, especially if they're not so big like that, like this Mark guy, you know? Yeah. Actually, his name is Mark Augustine. I completely mixed his last name up. Augustine. Augustine. A-U-G-U-S-T-I-N-E. Okay, right on. So, yeah, like if, if anybody out there is super interested in learning how to do drop shipping, you could, you know, DM this guy. And I'm sure if you, if he doesn't respond the first time, you know, and you keep, keep trying, I'm sure sooner or later he'll hit you back and you could totally ask him just questions. I recommend you do that with a lot of people though. Like, you know, I've talked to a couple of finance guys, the tasty trade guys that I know me and you have both met Adam uh, back mm-hmm. in San Jose, but like I've DM'd them and added them on Instagram and, it's crazy. Some people will just, some people take that time to reach back out to the people who support them. So, but then obviously with bigger people, for example, like 
You know, I always liked it when bigger people did it. Like, you you comment them on their Instagram or Twitter, and they reply back. Yeah. Like, today I got Jocko Willink replied back to me. I asked him a question. You dropped a what? Do you know who Jocko Willink is? No. Is that a fighter? No, he's a former Navy SEAL. He has a book called Extreme Ownership. Oh, yeah. He has a big following on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. He's known on his uh, Instagram. It's all pictures of him taking a picture of his watch when he wakes up every single morning. It's usually 4.30 a.m., and then he works out. Oh, he's yeah. He's got over 100,000. Oh, you told me about him, yeah. Yeah. So um, uh, today he posted, sitting at the airport, asked me questions, and I, I asked him, I don't have a hard time getting after my workouts, but when it comes to working on the computer, I can sit there for two seconds, and I got to get up. He goes, just go in short bursts, you know, get a little bit leave come back do a little bit leave come back you know yeah i think and to kind of add to that i think it's important because obviously there's a lot of stuff that you know we each individually struggle with and whether it's sitting at the computer or like reading a book or going to work out i think it's just important that you just try and like tell yourself okay i'm gonna sit down for five minutes and try and like whatever you're doing write this essay or do this research and then the next day just try and do it for a minute longer you know and then Day by day, next thing you know, you I'm sure that you could be sitting down for like two hours at a time. See, I don't have that problem. I can sit at the computer all day. But for me, just right now, like present moment, like working out is like the opposite. I'm like, ugh, like it takes it takes like all of my willpower to go to like into the gym or something, you know? Yeah. But I can sit on the computer all day and just research and, and do work and it's super easy, bro. It's just you're just chilling, you know? I know. I feel like I can't do it unless I work out. Oh, I have really? to get my workout b- before I can. Otherwise, my body won't allow me to sit still. Yeah, maybe you need to do like five minutes on the computer, uh, like a shit ton of push-ups. Five minutes on the computer, do some like, you know, vacuums or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what What are some entrepreneurs that you're following lately? Uh, well, Gary Vaynerchuk for sure. He's yeah. like, he's probably like the guy I follow the most right now. He just puts out so much content. It's unreal. I love um, Gary, man. Yeah, he's su- super inspiring and he kind of just tells it how it is. Like you need to just get your shit together type of thing. And then, um, dude, uh, after, since last night, I watched that Joe Rogan and Jordan Peterson interview. Now I've just been like hooked. I've watched like a bunch of uh, Jordan Peterson videos and um, he's super interesting guy. Super freaking smart, dude. Oh my god! Unbelievable, yeah. man. It's like the one, the first podcast I watched is probably my favorite one. Um, I think it was ten seventy five or something like that. But um, mm-hmm. he's a Canadian clinical psychologist, and he was a professor at I think the University of Toronto for quite some yeah. time. He's about he? he's about fifty five years old right now, and he didn't really get into like the whole. He didn't become like internet famous. Uh, until he was like 53 so he's really only broken out these last two years but he has a podcast which i was checking out i haven't listened to any of them yet but i'm sure it's really good uh it, he has so he puts up a lot of lectures i don't know if he necessarily has a podcast he usually guests on podcasts but he's got thousands of hours of his lectures on youtube that he posts yeah and it's such such great advice if you can which I've actually done before. He has this thing on his website. It's called the self-authoring program. Have you ever heard of that? No, I haven't. Basically, you go to this thing. It's usually for people who are kind of struggling life, don't know where to go, what to do next, and which is a huge cause for depression. 
so what you do is on this website, it'll ask you a lot of questions about yourself. Where do you see yourself in five years? Um, what If you do these certain things, where would you be in two years? But what's good about it is it gets your instead of putting your anxiety in front of you, it puts it behind you to kind of boost you. So if you don't do these certain things, are you going to end up where you want to be in five years? And you go, oh, shit, you know, if I don't do this, then I'm going to end up being staying in my grandma's basement, you know? Yeah, for, totally. For a lot of people. So he's, And that's, that's why he, ta- he talks about that kind of stuff a lot. It's kind of what I thought was super interesting was how he was explaining to Joe. He's he was like, it's a your life is a constant battle between like you know, feeding into the the part of your mind that's like you need to accomplish something. Mm-hmm. Because once you stop accomplishing something and you just like, you just get defensive and you're like, oh, I don't want to do that because I don't want to fail. Like you could take, like for example, like our podcast right now, this is episode two. Like let's be real. There's probably not a lot of people that are going to listen to it, but you have to keep failing to get better at something. So, you know, right. by episode 10, we'll be, you know, probably be, 10 times better than we were on the first one by episode a hundred, you know, we'll probably have a, a lot more people listening and we'll probably be a lot better at providing value and content than we are right now. And so he was kind of just explaining like life is all about losing. Yeah. Like the more you lose, the better you become a person. It's not about, it's not about protecting yourself so that you never ever lose. You actually want to lose because the more you lose, the better you become at something like jujitsu, for example, the first time you go and like roll, Joe was explaining, like you could totally, the first time you get tapped out, you could say, okay, I never want to do this again. Or you could keep doing it and getting better and better. And then, you know what I'm saying? Like you're still going to get tapped out every now and then even the best people do, but you're so good at it, you know? Yeah. That you you pretty much rise above 99.9% of people and whatever, that is you're doing. And so it, it really applies to any skill or any sport or anything that you're trying to learn, you know, the more you lose, the better you're going to get. And so it kind of had me thinking about that. And I'm like, wow, dude, I just want to start losing like at everything. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's the only way to get to the top. I saw this one guy, he was making fun of Donald Trump and regardless of what anyone thinks of the guy, you know, definitely understand why you like him, why you don't like him. But one of the articles this guy wrote was everything Trump touches dies. And it was showcasing all his failed businesses and all this stuff. But I'm thinking at the same time, what major entrepreneur doesn't have that many businesses that didn't fail? That's the only way you get to the top. Yeah. Is you have to have a ton of failures because if you don't have those failures, then you're never learning. And there's a saying that goes, I never lose. I either win or I learn. Exactly. I think, it was uh, Conor McGregor who said that, actually. Yeah, I think that's a good a good way to look at it because it's totally true, man. Like, you know, we could consider this this episode a failure, or we could say, hey, you know what? We're actually learning from this, and yeah, it's we're putting time into it. But whether it's an hour or two or whatever, but at the end of the day, the more hours you put into something, you're just naturally going to get better at it, unless unless you're not trying, like unless you're like a super good chess player and you're just going home at night and going online and playing a bunch of like beginners just to make yourself mm-hmm. feel better. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You have to continue to challenge yourself and, and play people ideally from what I've always 
like been taught and just researched about, it's always better to like want to challenge people or surround yourself by people who are actually better than you in whatever category or whatever you're trying to learn, you know? Like if you're doing MMA, you don't want to you don't want to go spar with people who are terrible. You want to go and spar with people who are better than better than you, so that you get your ass kicked and that you actually learn how how to fight. Yeah, you're not gonna. There, there's also a saying because I do train a lot of MMA is if you're the best in the room or the worst in the room, you're not learning the quickest. So you kind of want to be in that gray area where you want to go against the guy who's better than you so you can kind of be sharper but then also sharpen your tools on someone who's a little bit less dude i'd rather be the worst one in the room than the best yeah i mean well, it depends well, I, mean, like, it depends. Yeah. I mean like i'd rather be the best in the room but like what i mean by that is like if you're the best one in the room you shouldn't even be there like you're wasting your time you know if you're the best you go to some other gym where there's people who are yeah. just as good as you or better because you're you can't just be wailing on guys who you you know you're gonna go and beat their ass like you're you know you're, you're not, not gonna get good at a video game if you're just playing on easy all the time. exactly so it you know and that's where I think even Jordan Peterson and Joe were kind of talking about like you know a lot of people just get in their like safe zone and they're like oh well I'm comfortable here um, like I don't want to challenge myself anymore like I you know you're just scared of the unknown or whatever but it's really like the last day it's it's really like stuck with me like man like I just want to keep losing and not because I like losing like you know I think that the winners in life are actually the people who have lost the most yeah and I, 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 think, I think it's totally true so I think you know if, if you're losing you're at least putting yourself out there yeah no matter what it is I think Jordan Peterson what he does good a lot is that he preaches which people get <laughs> got away from in our society today is your phone going off? <laughs> yeah, it was. Can you hear that? Uh, yeah, I can hear all the beeps. I didn't yeah, say anything. Yeah, blown up, dude. Popular guy is uh, in society today. It's all about not being responsible or you know getting away from your responsibilities. Where yeah, it doesn't really speak to the human psyche. We need responsibility. We need something difficult to accomplish because when you get to the other side, that's when all that euphoria comes. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, and I think it's kind of just no matter like what age you're at, you know, I I think I think the biggest thing that I fear and I think a lot of other people fear as well, but I think I fear it a lot more than a lot of other people that I know and that I see is is like regretting stuff. Like, you know, if if you're 80 years old and you're like, "Oh man, like I wish I would have I wish I would have done this or I wish I would have tried to start that business or I wish mm-hmm. I would have learned how to speak Spanish or because once you're, once you're that old, there's not much time left. And yeah. I'm like, we're super young. I'm, I'll be 25 in a couple of days. You're what? 28, 28, yeah. 28. So it's like, dude, we still have like so much time ahead of us. All of our 30, the rest of our twenties, all of our thirties, all of our forties, all of, it's like, we there's so much potential. And I think that, I think there's unlimited potential really is what it is. Yeah. And people, I don't think a lot of people understand that people sit around and they're like, Oh, like, I don't know what to do. Like, I'm so bored. There's nothing to do today. And it's like, dude, like there's always something to dude, do. Dude, Go learn how to, you know, make a dollar, <laughs> yeah. like go learn how to get some free shit off of Craigslist and then put it up on Facebook marketplace. And want to know a good Tim Ferriss quote? Yeah. Your twenties is for learning, not for earnings. 
So you learn all this shit in your twenties, so you start earning in your thirties. So I mean, yeah. But even if you're in your thirties, you should still be learning. Of course, I don't think <laughs> never <laughs> never stop learning. But you know, it's never never too early to start young. And if you're 25 and you're not exactly where you want to be yet, you know, don't worry. Yeah, totally. I think it's super important to be self-aware and kind of understand it. Understand kind of what you're interested in and what the person that you want to be and it's okay that you're not like the person that you want to be just yet because like I look at my life and I'm like oh I want to know how to do this and that and this and you know but it's it ta- things just take time so you have to have patience kind of like I talked about on, on the last episode like I think it's just super important to be like patient in the long term and then in the short term just just you got to stay hustling and you got to stay you know grinding and learning and you know, exploring new things because you don't, if you don't try new things, like you're not going to understand what you want to do. You know, you could think you want to do something and then try it and say, oh, hey, I actually really don't like this. And then try something else that you thought you might not really like, but you might try it and say like, oh, wow, this, I really enjoy this. Or like, I'm really good at this. So that's, I think it's super important to just try as many things as you can. The earlier you can, the better. What's crazy is what I've seen is all these top, you know, a lot of university professors, business owners have done already. The advice that they're giving the younger generation coming up right now is quit college, which you'd think is like, what? But a lot of just quit college, either learn a trade or start a business because a lot of the stuff that you're learning there is just not going to be applicable to your later life. Totally. I mean, I think it just depends what you're trying to do. You know, like, if, yeah, if obviously, if you're going to be a science or doctor, you, you, have, you have to, there's no other choice. You can't learn that shit on YouTube, but you know, everything else you can teach yourself. Yeah. And then these days it's, it's really the craziest time to ever be alive. I mean, you can learn absolutely anything online. Like I've learned how to trade online and obviously I've got a lot more to learn, but dude, this is stuff that maybe like just 20 years ago. Nobody could per- nobody could oh, God. laptop like you had to be with you had to be like in New York on Wall Street like learning how to you know with a company and now these days you can just do it on your couch. So you're you're going to be 25. Do you remember a time when you didn't have internet like before? Uh, like I didn't have. I remember not having internet. Yes, I remember. I didn't have it. And did you remember dial up? Um, I remember guys... that my buddy Chris, and I think you know Chris, uh, yeah. we lived on the same street, me, Chris, and Joe. I remember Chris was the first one to get, well, that was Wi-Fi. So he was the first mm-hmm. one to get Wi-Fi. And I remember like every day me and Joe would go down to his house and just sit on the curb. And yeah. It was Wi-Fi. It was, it was super funny. But So I remember before all that, like, now you can't even pass a rumor anymore because you just look it up and uh, you know, Google, you can find out, but. Yeah. Back then, all the information you got was from your friends or from maybe a book. But how many to get information on a book? You had to go to the library, go through the Dewey Decimal System, look up the author, oh gosh, and was, look on page two hundred thirty-seven article or you know paragraph three, and it's just it's so slow. It's crazy, man. It's literally just like I said before, so much potential. The internet has everything. If if yeah. you don't know. I, I, the way I look at it is like, if you're going to go to college, if you know you want to go to college and you know what you want to do, like, that's awesome. Go do it. Mm-hmm. It's a great couple of years or four years or whatever. But if you're, sitting chicks, around, man. if you're sitting around asking yourself, I don't know whether I should go to college or not, 
I don't think that you should because first off, you're going to waste your money or you're going to waste your parents' money and you're not going to take it serious if you don't know what you want to do. And second off, you could find something you're actually interested and just start researching it on the internet. Like if you spent that time researching something like that, you could learn a hell of a lot more than, you know, because think, think about it, dude. Nobody that goes to school and is sitting in math class or English class actually wants to be there. No one's actually paying attention. They're sitting on their phones, just, you know, going to the bathroom every 20 minutes. It's like, there's, it's just incredible how much you can learn online. Like, I'm pretty sure you've learned like a bunch of biohacking stuff online and just, you know, whatever, like MMA stuff, like fighting. I'm just <laughs> yeah. So online. it's like a double-edged sword. Cause sometimes I'll be on the internet at night and all of a sudden I'm Wikipedia at three in the morning looking up hunting grounds of Siberian tigers, you know, you're like, well, yeah. fuck to end up here. <laughs> you know what I mean? But yeah, I know you, there's no reason you can't be successful anymore. Yeah. There is absolutely zero. You don't have to be a product of your environment anymore. Cause the internet is your environment. Yeah. There's so many different. So that Chad Tennant guy was talking about in his book, there's 15 ways you can make internet online. Pick one of them yeah. you know, and try it. If you're making a hundred bucks a week, look at all the people in Africa that can't make two bucks a week. Yeah, right? let's let's come up with right now like just five, five ways each to make money online. Like you, you can go first, but let's just I'm because I'm sure there's hundreds, but let's just come up with five each so that like people who are listening could like really kind of understand like oh wow there's so many options you know. For for me personally. Yeah, just come up. Okay. It doesn't have to be five that you do yourself, but just come up with five. Just in. Oh, okay, easy. So one would be you know drop shipping. We already discussed that. Two, if you have a skill that you're somewhat knowledgeable in, say painting, mine's playing guitar. You can go to udemy.com, and they actually have this course creator, and you just kind of film yourself, talk about it, and then you can sell your course for. 10 bucks on that thing yeah and, you know people it gets popular 10 bucks is for something you did you know for it might take you a couple hours to do it yeah easy um third is what it's called copywriting so basically it's advertisement psychology people will pay actually pay you big bucks if you get really good at this so you, so you kind of learn how to format <laughs> and add to where it speaks to someone psychologically to where they are more likely to buy. Yeah. So it's like a headline that captures your attention. The second headline catches your attention. Basically the goal of it is to get your eyes reading down to the next one, to the next one, to the next line, to the next line till you purchase. Okay. And you get all invested into it. You get too emotionally invested and it's how to, you know, describe products and stuff like that. Okay. For I don't want to take this one for you if you're going to talk about it, but I was going to say stock trading is an excellent way to make passive income. Okay. Um, well, I guess do you consider that passive? It's not. I would passive. definitely not consider it passive income. It's not passive, but it's a way to make. Yeah, it doesn't money need to online. be. It doesn't need to be passive income. Just actually, just you know, ways to make money on the internet is more what I'm trying to focus on. And then my fifth one was I used to have a website and I never really posted on it too much, but. It was, I was posting these fitness articles, you know, this ab workout, this cardio conditioning workout, this kettlebell workout. And on it, I installed this thing called Google AdSense. 
what Google AdSense is. It puts advertisement banners on your website. Okay. So anytime someone goes to your website and then clicks an ad, it gives you ten like three to ten cents. It depends on how much traffic you're getting. Yeah. And then it also monitors how much traffic you're that that's going to your website. So I think in total I might have made ten bucks from it. But I only ever posted two articles. So if I had, you know, kept up with it and started actually really trying to um maximize that make it big, yeah. Quantify it, then I easily could be Making you know three, four, five hundred bucks a month. Yeah, not, totally. Not really doing anything. Have like a blog that's really like getting a lot of people to view it. You could totally, you know, because I, I know they they run ads that are similar to whatever your website is. Mm-hmm. So, Actually, and I even got that from it was from the Four Hour Work Week. That's how I discovered that. Okay. What about you? Uh, okay, so let's see. You said stocks. So similar to stocks, but you. a lot totally different. Um, I'll go with cryptocurrency. Yeah. Ah, yeah, good one. That's a totally good one. You know, uh, you could just that one. You could be more passive. It's really your choice. You could be passive with that and just invest, which is what I'm gonna do. I'm just investing like the money I have invested in crypto. Honestly, I want to leave it in for like ten years, because mm-hmm. like the way I look at it is like I put in around two grand and. It's like, yeah, it could I, it could double, and I could take that out in you know maybe a year or whatever, or I could wait ten years, and if crypto truly does evolve into what I think that it's going to become, I just think that there's no way that crypto, in the way that the internet's growing, I don't see it not working out. And you know, I don't, yeah. think, of, of course, I don't think all of them are going to play out because there's so many of them, but you know, the ones that are pretty much like the top ten right now, I think there's a lot of ones that are going to live live forever in our lifetime and so that's kind of the way i'm looking at it i think in you know in 10 years from now it could be worth 10 times as much if not more so crypto is my first one um social media marketing kind of you know if you find like a small business uh, you could hit them up this is what i did and this goes back to the power of the dm there's a barber shop down the street here and i dm the dude like a month ago and was like, hey, man, like I, he has like 100 followers and he posts like once or twice a month. And I was like, hey, man, I saw like you're not really involved on social media. Like I think that there's a lot you could get out of this, you know, because every the thing is everybody has a phone and everyone – I would say 50 to 75% of people's time on their phone are spent on apps. So there's a lot of attention on Instagram and yeah. Facebook and Twitter and stuff like that. So – Social media marketing, and now he wants me to do it for him. Um, so I, I think the power of the DM, but social media marketing—that's another way to make money online. Um, affiliate marketing, which is like, say for example, you made a video about, you know, your favorite camera. Say you're into photography, and you made a video, like YouTube video, about your favorite camera, and then you can become an affiliate for either that company. Or you could be an affiliate for Amazon because Amazon has everything. And then what you do is like you make a really good video, obviously, and then in the review you put the link. And when people click on your link and it brings them to the product, whether it's on Amazon or it's on the actual company's website, if if they buy, purchase that product, then they you get a percentage of it. And it depends. Like there, It can be as little as 3% or it could be as high as 15%. It just depends what you're selling and who you're going with like amazon you get a lower percentage because a lot of people already use amazon but for if you're affiliate marketing for the actual company then you can get a lot and it's crazy like 
you when I started to look into it and really kind of start to get interested in it, you can go to any website, bro. You go to Home Depot. I mean, you can go to like you can go to anything. Scroll to the very very bottom, and yeah. there will be an affiliate marketing program. And there's a if you're good at making videos and you're good at you know if you have a big blog and you make a and you make some sort of post about a product that you're really into and throw the link up. Yeah, dude, it's some it's something it's, I could totally, some people like, make I a living in the future. That. I mean, they completely sure. live like, off I that. I think it's I think it's super smart, and it's something where like just for example, like if you're super into a product and you're constantly talking about it, like how we're talking about these mushrooms. Like if we put up an affiliate link for for that, and then people mm-hmm. checked it out and bought it, we'd get like a couple bucks. And so if you have a super big audience, you know, uh, that can totally, totally, you know, play out into your favor. So okay, so there's crypto, social media, affiliate marketing. Those are my th- first three. The fourth one is going to be Facebook Marketplace. You could make money. You can make. A boatload of money off this, oh, dude. Yeah, yeah. Everybody has Facebook, and if you just you go, you put it into your city wherever you are, and you can sell anything, dude. You sell your Xbox, you sell a pair of shoes you never wear, you know. You could sell your computer, you can sell your watch, you can sell literally anything, dude. If you go on the Facebook Marketplace, there's so much there, um, it's crazy. And then the fifth one is pretty similar, but I'm gonna do a different twist on it. Is Craigslist. You can go to Craigslist and you can go to – they have like gigs and then there's like you know, little like side jobs that you can do. And also actually another really good one is um, Nextdoor. Have you ever used that app? Or it's like a web – it's a website. Yeah. Well, you, like you can uh, get involved. Your neighbors, Basically, like you a little... sign up, you put your address in and then it comes up with your community and then you can see it's basically like a Facebook for the neighborhood, like people post and stuff. And uh, back in San Jose, before I moved, um, I saw this one lady. She's like, need help. And I know this isn't like making money on your computer, but this is a way to make money like through the Internet. So that's why I'm kind of still using it as one of the one of my points. And she was saying she needed – she didn't know like any – she didn't have any like younger family in, in the area and she didn't know any people and she needed to move some furniture from Los Gatos into Santa Cruz from her house into uh, – it was her daughter's house. And so me and my buddy Stucky, um, we rented a truck because we don't have one. Uh, and we rented it because the, how much she was paying us totally made up for uh, getting the truck. And she paid us like a couple hundred dollars each. And it was like it was like a five or – it was probably like a five-hour thing for us. But we moved like a bunch of couches, these big-ass chairs, loaded it all up into the truck and um, drove up to Santa Cruz, dropped it off, put it all in our daughter's house. Super nice people. Um, so that's totally another solid way to make some cash. There, There's just unlimited ways to make money. You just really have to pick one and kind of just roll with it, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. That's five. Yeah, good job, man. Like, like you said earlier, nobody has yeah, an excuse especially if to you have a cell phone or a computer. <laughs> you don't even need a computer. That's all you need. If you don't yeah, have one of those, all, you just need internet access. Go to, the, go to the library and use that computer. You know what I'm saying? There's just so many ways to make money. I mean, you can you yeah. can post on Craigslist if, like you were kind of saying, like with a skill, 
if you're good at something, like if you're a good basketball player or a chess mm -hmm. player or anything, you know how to repair bikes, you put that online and if anybody hits you up, you know, I mean, it's just crazy, man. There's, there's no excuse not to be making money all the time. Yeah. So that's five ways to make money online. Question, what supplement stack are you currently okay, on? I know we kind of went over this the full yesterday, but uh, let's see here. I'm opening to take this morning. I'm opening my cabinet. So I'm on stuff that I didn't even talk uh, about yesterday. MCT oil, which I would consider oh, that. That's a, that's a dietary supplement. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, mean, it's a diuretic. It, so. it gets you going, man. It's a natural I take, diuretic. Uh, right now, I'm just taking one tablespoon cut every you. morning with my coffee. And um, it gets you going, man, those medium chain triglycerides. So I'm taking um, the MCT oil. I take about three to 5,000 IUs of D3 every morning. I have the My Community Host Defense. I have some Echinacea, which is actually my girlfriend's. It's supposed to help your immune system. And then I have a couple more pills of yeah. aniracetam that I found from my move. Older so movie. I've been taking those the last couple of days. That really. Aniracetam. I've heard that one. Uh, is this, is this that good for a while? Because it's, it says it was manufactured back in 2013. I remember I used to have one, and it was, I think it was good for like five years. Well, you, I, I remember I used to sell that. You bought like a massive remember bag. That, back in the day, I bought that one from yeah. China. <laughs> Yeah, but then I I thought it was kind of shady. I got this <laughs> huge box full of white powder from China, so yeah, I was going, yeah. mm, you would have to probably shouldn't sell something. this stuff. Yeah, <laughs> bought a hundred bucks worth. Yeah, well, and, but we, I That's tried expensive. to get that done, but do you know how much it is to get your product? Crazy man, and that would have been like all your products. Five thousand dollars. What what supplements? What supplements are you on? Yeah, but the the racetam. So currently, just uh, it's Alpha Brain, Bulletproof Coffees, and Bang yeah. Energy. Dude, I saw some those Bang Energy. One. No, that yeah. yesterday one of my coworkers yeah. was drinking a, a Bing, a Bing, like Bang with an with an I. I a don't bing? know. When I first saw it, I was the hell like, is that? Is that a Bang? Like, yeah. Is that what Adam? I was thinking like, is that what you drink? And it was totally different. And I was like, oh, that's not a Bang. That's a Bing. But I haven't tried the um, the Bang uh -huh. yet. Never I heard of it. Buy a couple. Yeah, but go get one, man. I'm telling you, I want to try the this. So there's this one time I thought I OD. I'm really into taking nootropics. So I took it was a modafinil pill, two alpha brains, a bulletproof yeah. coffee, and this stuff called phenylparacetam. And what phenylparacetam is is a stimulant version of uh, paracetam or paracetam yeah. oxyracetam. I think it was like a combination. And I, my reflexes were, it was like, you know, like when you try to hit a fly and you can't yeah. hit it, it like flies off before you even can touch it. I, that was me, man. <laughs> like my reflexes were so sharp and quick. I, I felt like I had spidey senses. And I remember I, I was sitting on the ground and my brother's on the couch behind me. And then my little nephew's playing, you know, probably about like five, 10 feet in front of me. My brother grabs a little stuffed animal off the couch to, you know, just play with my nephew. He throws that at my nephew. I turn, <laughs> as he threw it, I turn and just grab that thing midair. It must have been like point yeah. 
oh, 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 zero, 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 one seconds. And I grabbed it, and he, and he was like, what the fuck was that? And I just looked at him and go, I don't know. <laughs> like, it was so, it was weird, but I want to get there again. And that's when, that's kind of one of the things we clicked on earliest when we first started hanging out was yeah. um, the modafinil. Remember that stuff? We, we used to, I used to sell that to you. Cause I used to get, maybe we shouldn't say that on the podcast, but I used to get a prescription of it and then you can buy them from some, I think you can buy it like Sun pharmaceuticals or something. Ah, man. Uh, Are you able to explain what that stuff is to people? It's, it's the CEO. It actually is. It's what all the guys in like Silicon Valley. And I guess it's pretty big in wall street too. Um, and that's D- Dave Asprey's totally open about it. He's taken that like for a super long time. He would take one every day for like years, and um, yeah, like to super like. Here's the first guy to be it, open but... about it. He's like, it's like all the bodybuilders, yeah, right. like they're all taking steroids, but no one will like, admit yeah, it. Yeah, dude, you're you know, like, like the one guy that, and you're like, yeah, massive. that's what I'm taking. I'm and They're like, yeah, I'm natural. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I all know, natural, I bro. I, would, I don't even like to say it like this because it makes it sound bad. But like the way other people kind of describe it is like a clean Adderall. But like it's not like Adderall is like methy from what I hear, mm-hmm. and I don't, you know. Really? I've, I've taken that. Really, I didn't notice a huge difference huh. between. Yeah, I think Adderall just lasted longer. Um, but I think it was originally invented for yeah, it's like sleep Air Force uh, for pilots sleep for them to uh, stay awake too, longer like and remain like mentally super, sharper. Like you know the gra- the graveyard shift. Yeah, it's like uh, it pretty much just like it's almost shift. like a like a super caffeine pill. You're just super up, but everything is like your your brain. It's almost like your brain is like on like overdrive. Like it's. You know, like you just you remember things easier. You yeah. super super interested in stuff. Um, I think yeah. what the, the way they say is it just promotes. I guess that's safe to say because you totally you totally feel like brain. you're just really awake. It's like if you can if you can. Yeah, you're just like really well, yeah, awake. Yeah, I mean, think that's about like when you wake up in the morning you're and you're really like, oh, awake. Drink a coffee so I can wake up. It's like drinking a coffee, but like times 10, you know? Yeah. Like once. That's crazy. Cause it's not like 10, 10 to energy. You're just like, you know, the fee- feeling immediately after yeah. you drink your coffee, it's that feeling that lasts, you know, you're just like, ah, it's great. Everything feels but, good. Uh, you know, I'm getting my stuff done. People super sharp. I would highly recommend looking into nootropics. Um, prior to looking into modafinil, there's a lot of uh, other really good ones like the paracetam family. I think that's like the most commonly used nootropic, right? Wouldn't you say? I, I would even I would even say like um, mm-hmm. like quality have to fish say so. oil or like krill oil. Both both super good. Um, that's oh, another yeah, thing good. I need to add yeah, to my good. stack because I've been thinking. It's funny because I used to be like all into hold on. Go with really krill oil. In the sink. Get out of there. Um, 
stupid cat. Um, <laughs> it's great so for the I used podcast. to be into like, you know, working out a lot and it was my supplements, my supplements were more like, Oh, pre-workout BCAAs, protein, um, you know, like vasotropin, all that stuff, like more like towards your body. But the older I've gotten and the more supplements I've taken, you start to realize like which ones are the real deal and which ones kind of aren't. And so I'm kind of all about the ones that like make you just feel good. And that's why I like the, you know, I like the aniracetam because that really just gets, mm-hmm. keeps your mind sharp, uh, the, my community and stuff like that. And, um, that's why like, I need to get some fish oils, man, or, or even krill oil. Both of them are super good. Cause that, that just makes me feel so good and it's super healthy fats and it kind of just helps with the whole ketosis thing in general too, you know? Yeah. And I'm just, I'm, I've been trying to stay away from the ones that are really skin yeah. heavy because I don't like messing with my adrenal glands, um, so, you know, and stuff, especially drugs like, like modafinil is a drug or, um, uh, what's the other one? What? <laughs> we were just talking about it. The, oh, um, the ADD pill, uh, shoot, dude, Adderall, Damn. Adderall. I don't know why we're talking about all these brain checks, yeah. Adderall. I was like, because we're talking about aniracetam, uh, Adderall. Yeah, all the drug stuff, I tried to stick away because I had a close friend of mine kind of kind of OD on those. Yeah. I, I feel like th- those made no, me No, no, def- definitely no names. I don't, don't want to um, drop Adderall, name yeah, case, that, but you know who I'm talking it's about. Meth, it's methamphetamine. It's, and you, you, if you take that for a long, extended period of time, what do you expect to happen? It, you know? If you the way I look at it is if you have to rely on anything yeah. every day, then that's that's a problem. And I don't mean like if you're sick and you have to take your medicine, to probably not good, stay alive type of thing, or you're diabetic or something. I mean like because look, like 50 years ago or 100 years ago, like there was no such thing as ADD or ADHD. It was it was you know it's not natural to be 10 years old, 12 years old and sit in a chair for eight fucking hours and stare at a chalkboard. It's just not like we're, we're meant to be out and about like in a tribal society type of thing, like out in the, in the wild running around all day doing stuff like that not sitting down. It's not natural. So in my opinion, it's kind of this, and I'm not saying that like this medicine doesn't help people. There are definitely people who, who do benefit from it, but I think that it's overly prescribed um, just like SSRIs, antidepression, and like anti-anxiety medications, and I think that the the negatives outweigh the positives in more cases than others. And so I think that like totally when you're looking into like supplementation mm-hmm. and just trying to get into a healthy living, it's very important to do your research and and just pick the stuff that is super super safe and you know not sketchy go more natural methods yeah, like don't don't, don't go to the doctor looking for a handout stuff because because they'll give it to you that's the scariest part like i, I know people too yeah. well i was gonna say earlier when i got my modafinil from the doctor i was just like yeah. oh, I, I work at night you know that type of thing yeah and he just looked at that's me crazy. and then he prescribed what i wanted it's it so wild that dude. easy and it like the one that bothers me the most oh, no. is like I can totally understand people going to the doctor and being like, oh, I'm depressed. Like, you know, and doctors be like, oh, okay, yeah, you're sad. Like, you're depressed. Here's some, here's some medicine. But like, the thing about life is there's going to be ups and there's going to be downs. Like, 
just because you're down at a certain point in your life doesn't mean you should be taking a pill to fix that because those pills, man, they make you, they make you a different person. Like they completely change. Like I know people who are on them and it's, it's crazy to see them completely change. A lot of those antidepressants side yeah, effects like, of where it are in the world suicidal is this thoughts, an okay thing. But there's appalling. obviously people, for pharmaceutical companies, yeah. who are making boatloads of cash, and they just they obviously don't care. They just want to make money. But it's kind of just to finish off of what I was saying yeah. about that. Like, if you're feeling down about yourself, like that's okay. Like we we all feel down at one point or another in our life. Like the one time I can remember the most was back when I was going to West Valley. I was working 32 hours a week and then going to school full time. Like literally I'd wake up, go to school, go to work, go home. I'd get off at 11 o'clock. I'd have school at like 7:30 in the morning and I'd have to do my homework. And I was like, yo, like my life is just, like, I'm not enjoying my life. Like that was the first time I ever felt some sort of like depression. And that's when I, that's when I dropped out of school. Cause I was like, I can't do both of these and school. I, I don't know what I want to do with my life. I'm not learning mm-hmm. anything here. Is I was learning the same, literally taking the same classes I was back in high school. I already knew everything, and I was like, I'd rather make money. And the second I quit going to school, yeah. I was so happy, dude. Like, not just because I didn't have to do homework and stuff, but because I wasn't just like a slave to society. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and to bring it back to uh, Jordan Peterson's self-authoring program, a good way to combat depression is develop some goals develop some goals and then develop totally. a clear path on how to obtain attain those goals and that yeah to, yeah that gets rid of all the anxiety yeah. do, do you have anxiety any goals right now that you've kind of set in place and that you're working towards yeah i have uh, actually got one two three four five goals the personal ones okay. and i read them to myself can you can you share them with us or is three it... times as i wake up uh, a couple okay. of them are for my personal life, but some of them are business goals. Um, oh, let me look at my what I wrote here. So one is to, um, yeah, it would be drop shipping. Okay. To have a few drop shipping businesses. Um, free, to become a freelance professional freelance copywriter. Well, dude, I will, I'll help you out with the options, man. Trade. I love that stuff. But, but, yeah. Well, that's that's what I'm talking to you, Connor. And then my, uh, another one of mine is to, I mean, I've been training MMA for a okay. while, but I want to become an expert in martial arts just to develop, totally. you know, like a warrior type personality. It's just an just, alpha male. No matter how much it sucks, thing, you, know? you keep pushing forward. And... Totally. That's cool. The only like yeah. Uh, yeah. really like goal I have, I mean, I have like a lot of goals, but like the only really like defined one that I'm focused on, like within the next four weeks is losing like a couple more percent of body fat because I'm doing this competition at work and like it's like 200 bucks for the winner and that's really not that much money mm-hmm. but it, it just it for some reason like when things get competitive with me it really really makes things it makes it easier for me to do it if there's other people who are because I I like competitiveness you know what I'm saying and so there's like 15 people at work that are doing it yeah. and I think I was saying yesterday I'm like dude I've already lost like six or seven pounds I got about four weeks left and I'm just gonna keep intermittent fasting bulletproof coffee ramping up the MCT oil 
and just working out a little bit and I should be able to, you know, shed. Like my goal was I can definitely lose 5% of my overall weight. I'm, I'm not sure how that translate, translates into body fat. Yeah, and then the thing is once Get I those once competition's going, over, man. then I want to gain back, you know, 10, 20 pounds of muscle and keep keep, keep the fat low because prior to this competition, I was just like coming home, drinking like two beers a night, eating ice cream and really not just caring. And so now I'm kind of like my goal the next couple of months is to really mm-hmm. get more fitness oriented because that's really the one thing I, I'm kind of lacking in my day to day. It's good for your drive though. Like to, if you want to become more focused just in your day to day life, work out, work out. Our, our bodies aren't designed just to, sit in a chair from nine to five and just kind of collect dust there. You were designed to be out hunting, totally. gathering berries in the wilderness, moving. That's yeah. Your, no, that's I agree. Exercise, sure. that part of the, yourself. Uh, your body isn't just a, like a, like a portal for your mind. You know? it's, it's, yeah. Yeah. It's not a, it's just not a computer. You, well, I mean, it is a computer, but you can't just, sit there and be stagnant if it's that that's a huge part of depression well, yeah too, and i think working out actually flow. helps you you're like, not getting all those endorphins going depressed and like if you go like out in the sun and get sun exposure and that vitamin D, like that's one of my favorite things like when it's sun, sunny outside is to go like either running or like just play basketball and just like i'll take my shirt off and just like soak up the sun there's something about that that just makes you feel good like i can't mm-hmm. explain what it is like it's literally just like the sun's yeah. energy is like supercharging the human body. And it's like, if, if you guys have never tried it and you're listening, yeah. just go try it for 20 minutes. Like just go try and get some sunlight and like be in like, even like walk on some grass, like barefoot, do some grounding. Like that's another thing that um, I used to do a lot back in San Jose, which like super just makes you feel really good. So there's, there's a bunch of little hacks like that. Um, yeah. kind of to transition, transition a little bit. I wanted to ask you if there's anything that you're like super like obsessed about right now. Like it could be like, it could be like a video or it could be like a new hobby or it could be like, you know, it could be anything, but I just wanted to see if there's anything that you're like super interested about anything people should check out. Yeah, like usually Super there's, there's something like that like really obsessed you know, about right now. You're either like a, for me, like I usually always addicted to something. Like right now, for me, it's like I can't stop watching helicopter videos. Like I think it's the cool, I think it's the coolest thing, man. Like I want to learn how to fly one so yeah. bad. Like all day, I've just been watching people fly their helicopters. I think it's so cool. Um, yeah, I think it would be so. Yeah, that does sound pretty cool. I'd want to fly a helicopter. Oh no! <laughs> like, did Joe inspire no, you? No, no, not necessarily. Because of his, I, uh, you know, the other day motorcycle. I was actually just uh, on my lunch break and I was chilling, and there this helicopter like flew over my head. And I've been in a helicopter before, like in Hawaii. That was the only time we took a tour around the island, but that was like a long time ago. Yeah. But I was just sitting there and I was like, "Damn, that is just so gangster." Like what? Like what is more? This is gangster like, as dude, fuck, fuck, man. Fuck having like, who flies a, a helicopter, or a Ferrari, or what? Like this, this fool's mobbing over my head. In a helicopter. I'll get my damn helicopter. 
You know what I'm saying? And then and then I went home and I was like looking <laughs> yeah. up. There's tours here in Phoenix yeah. that you can do. Like, um, they're like 150 bucks a person. But um, I'll probably do one in like a month or two. I really want to do it. But yeah. um, then I've just been watching videos like this one. The video, literally the video I was watching before we started this podcast was thick. She's a pilot and she has her helicopter mm-hmm. parked in her driveway and she takes off and she flies to the nearest airport, which was only like three minutes away. She, I don't know where she lived. It, it didn't say, but she's somewhere in the country and she flew to like, you know, the private airport. And she landed and then she was giving people tours and it's like, dude, could you imagine just like, yeah, that's your job. Just taking off in your helicopter that's her and job? going, flying around that's town. Like, oh, sweet. we're going to go have lunch over on that side of town or like, oh, we're going to, you know, like imagine, be, imagine in the Bay Area, dude, like over all the traffic. Yeah. I'll fly to. Oh fuck! You fly oh, to dude, you can fly that. to San Francisco in like a half an hour. Probably less than that. I mean, less than it's that. crazy. It's like that, those things go fast, bro. And I like it. I like it yeah. more than planes because planes, yeah. like you can't really get down. Like helicopters, you can go. Like if there's like a downtown, you can literally fly like around the downtown, and you can get pretty low. And like the the exploration's a lot different than a plane. Like a plane, you really just want to fly up high. And it's like long distance type of stuff. The helicopters are su- like super like nifty. Like you can you can kind of just it just. I want, I, dude. I'm thinking like let's become be helicopter cool. pilots then. Yeah. I think it'd be. Yeah, uh, that would yeah, be, be an really awesome cool, thing. Like, like, yeah, it'd be a really way, cool job to have. Uh, it seems kind of sketched too, man. Uh, yeah, those helicopters crash more than people think. Maybe, or maybe, well, I remember because I was going to be an EMT for a while and we went to the um, trauma center at the hospital and there was a helicopter guys that flew in. But I think they crash every once in a while because usually when you got to airlift someone out, you got to try and pick them up oh, yeah. some place that an ambulance can't get to. So, you know, probably someplace windy or stormy. Yeah, like if, well, obviously if you're in like crazy weather conditions, it's not going to be super easy. Yeah. But, uh, what, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, so, so what was I obsessed with? Uh, there's this boxer. His okay. name is Vasily Lomachenko. If you ever look him up, his nickname is uh, The Matrix. And this guy, he's this little Ukrainian guy. And I've never seen anything like it. Like, I keep watching this guy's videos because he defies gravity. He defies physics because he'll be sitting right in front of guys. And they'll be winging. He'll be fighting the top boxers, and they're winging punches. And he's just like slipping out of the way, move, 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 and then he'll yeah. throw off like five punches on their face that they don't even see coming. But what's interesting about him is though is his training methods. He does this crazy test. It's called the Schultz table. So basically, it's like this big poster, and it's uh, okay numbers one through twenty-five in random order. And with his brain, he has to find the number that. one, then find the number two, then three, and go up through 25. Yeah, this is it's called like the Schultz table. It's like S-C-H-U-L-T-E. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah I mean, but it's, yeah. Yeah, it's like pretty it's big. Like a ring like poster on the wall. Size. Yeah, I, I think um, I've seen that, actually. Yeah, and he's like, yeah, it's crazy. He does all these. So he trains his mind to be able to react quicker and not just from – 
boxing. And so he sees his training where guys are throwing punches and he's just like, bah, 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 that, that kind of reminds me. Have you ever, do you ever still guy, do the so. I three brain training? You know, I just got an email from them the other day promoting something. So I need to get back on yeah, it. Dude, uh, like it was, I always it's crazy. Can, can you, I feel like you could explain it better than I can. Um, you want to kind of just explain it really quick and then, uh, you know, like how, what it is. And like, I know it really can benefit. They actually guarantee a 10, 10 point boost in your IQ, which is crazy. Like it, to, to, to put 10 points yeah. onto your yeah, IQ, it... that is not something easy, you know, whether you're like a 140 IQ and you're like considered no, a genius it... and you add another 10 points or whether you're like sitting around a hundred and you get that extra 110. You know, like that can really like exercising your brain is super underrated, and I don't think enough people do it. No, it is think this just to um, put that in perspective too. One of my grandmas has Alzheimer's, and my other grandma, she's like ninety. They're both about the same age and really sharp. The one that's really sharp, she Dude, plays you have to train your brain. puzzles and stuff every game. That's and crazy. Well, yeah, grandma just, kinda, just another side note before yeah. you explain what the dual impact training and the I3 mindware is. I was reading an article earlier about um, Alzheimer's and they said that people that ate one, one meal of fish per week had a 70% chance of a 70% less chance of getting Alzheimer's in their, you know, elderly years. And that's crazy. Cause like I always, you always hear like, uh, oh, wow. you take a bunch of fish oils, blah, blah, blah. It's good for your brain. It's good. It'll protect you from that kind of stuff. I think there's a, I think there's a direct correlation there between yeah. fish oils and, and like good fish and keep, you know, mental health. I think it's, it's a, like, like we've talked about, like healthy fats are really brain food. So I think a com- combination of trying to focus yeah. your diet around healthy fats and then also exercising your mind is like super, super important because you could live to 80 years old, but if your mind doesn't work and you don't know who you are and you're, you're pretty much like, might as well just be dead. Yeah, you're like what's fucked. the point? But anyways, do you want to explain mm-hmm. really quick? So like what, yeah. What the, yeah. And back training. What well, back training is? So and back, du- they call it dual end back training. So it'll, there's going to be three rows of squares in front of you. So, yeah, one through nine squares. It one square will light up and it'll say a number, and then it'll, another square will light up and then they'll say another number. Each one says oh, number or letter. I can't it? remember because it's been a long time since I've done it. Yeah, so it does sounds and then it does. You got to so it'll. You have to remember. So the first one say you got to remember what it was two turns before the one you're on. So, and you can either, it's either a spatial match, uh, an audio match or both. And you just kind of move on. So as you keep going, you get better and better and better to the point where you can remember three back, four back. I got pretty decent at getting four back, but once you get up into the five and the six areas, I mean, that really, really starts making your brain kind of hurt. But what benefits from that though, I, I, do you know what is the weird thing that I noticed really? from doing that a lot was my precision on everything. I think, yeah, my like my driving and or I remember cutting wood is just really 
right on the line that I was trying to cut. Just yeah. stuff I'm normally a little scatterbrained on because I, I think, think so. it just I think it helps developed an ability focus to focus better. Uh, I remember I because we were doing it at like the same time, mm-hmm. and I remember that I got up to like the four or five area. Um, I remember Dave Asprey was on like end back eight or something. Dude, that's so crazy. Like, I think I, he even got dude, to like that, 14 or something. How could you even remember <laughs> that kind of stuff, you know? But uh, it takes a lot of training, but for me it was hard because you do each game yeah. is a half hour long. Yeah. And that's tough. That's rough, you know? Try to get to that point, I think he uh, must yeah, have that's been a, that's doing a lot about of training. probably three hours. I think we, I think we should both – I think we should both start doing it. That's and, a lot of training. Like, challenging each other. Like, oh, let's see who who could do like up to, you know, who could get to end back four first or whatever. Just to kind of mo- it doesn't matter who wins, but just to kind of motivate each yeah. other. Like, I want to get back into it. Okay. Yeah. I I think I can. We can both use the. I have I have it my, too. Um, end back yeah, training. Yeah, I have it on but my the i three mind blur login. Of, um, Oh, you do? Okay. Turn it on and stuff. It's like my older laptop. But um, so, okay, so healthy fats, good good brain food, super important, training your mind, um, dual MBAC training. And if anybody wants to look up what we're talking about, about the dual MBAC training, uh, the website is i3mindware.com, and it'll have all the information on there. And um, the website <clears throat> looks a lot nicer than – when we first, when I first bought something off of it, but, and then another thing, and I'll kind of let you explain yeah. this one because I feel like you can just explain stuff like this better than I can is the M wave and yeah. And how that kind of helps with mental oh, the M-wave, yeah. performance M-wave and it's a very meditative, um, kind of, kind of device. And, but then also, it helps device. your body too because when you learn how to relax like that and, and use that type of breathing, you can significantly lower your cortisol levels, which are your stress hormone levels. And when you lower that, it makes everything easier. It makes losing fat easier. It makes gaining muscle muscle easier. But I'll let you kind of explain that because those two tools – I remember when I would M-Wave. So I would M-Wave first because it, it teaches both, – both the dual MBAC training and the M-Wave are teaching you how to focus but in different ways. And so the MBAC training gets you really relaxed and it would get me super, super like clear-minded is what it was. Mm-hmm. And then I would go and do the I3 uh, mind or the dual MBAC training and I would be like just so into it. It was crazy. Yeah, the, um, especially the M-Wave. So what the M-Wave is – this company called HeartMath, and they have this product called the M-Wave 2, which is the one you can purchase. And it's this little device that's about the same size as a, like an iPhone or smaller than that, like an iPod, if you want, if you will. Um, so you put your finger on this thing, and it measures your pulse. And what it's measuring is your heart's like your heart rhythms, right? So it's kind of measuring uh, the spaces. Yeah, your heart rhythm. So it's measuring the spaces between each beat of your heart. Um, the goal of that is to get them to be a little more equal as opposed to, you know, like people when they're kind of stressed out. It's just getting all these little erratic heartbeats. It'll be really fast and really slow and really fast and really slow. So it's just kind of equal those out 
and what that does is like puts you in this kind of mindset where you're just kind of very euphoric and the way you do it is you put your so i do it that measures your pulse through your ears it's got this thing attachment to it or you can put your thumb on it and the goal of that so you do that you think these happy thoughts you try to be think of times when you're confident or times you were successful and then what the third thing you do is you do what's called heart focused breathing so you're breathing in like four seconds and then breathing out four seconds and you're following kind of like this breath monitor that's on your device all and but you act like you you pretend that your mouth is where your heart is like the air is entering there it's like in four seconds out four seconds i think that's called box breathing method what navy seals oh, used yeah, to no, calm themselves is. down before they take like a sniper shot yeah and uh it what talk about a great way to feel better to get rid of all that anxiety i remember doing it and it's really good for your memory too i remember there's a time where the me and my cousin we went to las vegas and i had been m waving like crazy and i was able to remember all the roads that that's that's pretty without having to look at going uh, to like new city like that yeah yeah dude that's actually a problem i've been having out here like Good yeah, device. It's super easy. It's super easy to get around Phoenix because all of <laughs> Can't the streets remember shit. run throughout the whole city, either north, south, or uh, east and west. So you don't even have to know like a lot of streets if you just remember a couple of them. But I always forget the name of streets, and like I'm usually really good about that. Yeah. So I need I need to start M waving, bro. M waving and um mm-hmm. the the dual M back. Those are probably the two. And back Two training. greatest things that I've found thus far in terms of keeping your mind sharp. And, well, of course. And bulletproof yeah, coffee. Of course. But bulletproof do, coffee do is, is just, that's, <laughs> that doesn't take work. You just drink it, you know? But that's if you wake everything. up in the morning and drink a no. bulletproof coffee, yeah. and then you do some M-waving and some dual M-back training, you're like on another level. You're like, you know, a mental champion. That's pretty wild. Anything? Any? Mm-hmm. Is there anything else like that that you use yeah, we, or we, that we, you do? Like any games like that? Like I know there's a bunch of apps that you can like play. Yeah, I was never a fan of those. I always thought the mind yeah, where it the back training was better than all of that. You don't, you don't even think you need that other stuff. Yeah, I'm sure the other apps. Like there other was than one the app, I can't even remember what it was called that I was doing for a little bit, like a couple weeks ago, but they'd only let you play three games a day. And then, no, it was a different one. Was it the Lumosity one? It was like, you could only play three games a day mm-hmm. and then they would cut you off and they'd be like, if you want to play unlimited games, you have to pay us like $5 a month. And I'm like, fuck you. And I deleted the app. Cause no, you know, dude, come on. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, uh, no, I feel you the same way. If I have to pay yeah. for any of that stuff, then yeah, I'm, well, is, yeah, I'm trying to no, think: is there anything, not worth it any other me. mental things you can think of, keeping your mind sharp? You know, um, I think you may not even need to purchase an M wave if you just do the heart focused mm-hmm. breathing and think happy thoughts, and then just breathe in four seconds in, four yeah. seconds out. You don't really even need that M wave. You kind of just can. I kind of for a while I did yeah. just all day. I, I really like the M wave though. Feel you great. Can track it keeps track of all just, of your uh, sessions, and there's uh, multiple difficulties. Yeah, 
like uh, the last time I did it, I've done it so much the last few years that I did it. I started doing it like a month ago and I hadn't done it in months that I like, I went straight to like the third level. Cause it's mm-hmm. just, once you learn how to do it and once you learn how to, once, once you learn how to use the M way uh, and yeah, understand, yeah. like it's all about heart focused breathing and just calming your mind down. And you almost want to think about nothing. It's kind of weird. Like I tell my girlfriend all the time, like when she's like, I can't sleep. I'm like, think yeah. about nothing. And she's like, what? Like, how does that make sense? And it's like, you got to learn how to put your mind at ease so that you can fall asleep. But once you learn how to do the M wave, like you can totally, like I could just start right now, just, just doing the breathing and I don't even need it, you know? And it's, it's a good way. It's a really, really yeah. good way. Yeah. If you're like a stressed out person to, um, to, to calm down and to really learn how to gather your thoughts. And like you were saying, it helps you remember, remember stuff. And it's just, you know, everybody's so focused on the, the physical aspect of working out and improving their body, but nobody focuses on their mind, you know? And I think it's super important. People need to, yeah. People need to really start to become aware of that. And whether it's just one of these things we're talking about, or you know, both of them, or all of them, whatever. Like you, just, you just gotta really stay focused on your mind because you, you don't want to lose that. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, is there any current events that? You're aware of right now? Oh but man, not, to not stay today. Out of the news, actually. Um, did we talk did. about you Black Panther yesterday? Yeah. I never saw it yet. Okay, then. Yeah, I, I, I got to go see it before I critique it. I know, I know, it's like um, going crazy at the box office. Uh, just, just another super, super uh, successful. <clears throat> Are you a fan of comic I book movies? Because no I Black never really is. I'm not a comic before. book fan. Um, yeah. Yeah, me neither. I, <laughs> That's I really why I like people like, how could you? Like, I don't know. Batman's that came out a couple years ago. Um, those were like super badass. But I haven't seen all these other new ones, man. Like yeah. Fantastic Four and the the Wolverine guy, and it's like this it's this whole new Hollywood thing is the comic books, and I'm I've just never been into it. Like I have an uncle who's super into comic books. He's got tattoos all over his body comic books like green lantern and spider-man and i'm just like i don't know man that's just not my thing like you know everybody's got their thing he's yeah. got he's got comic book characters tattooed on he's him all about that life dude so. that's that's commitment right there dude, man dude. <laughs> He better get free in right? movies if he's got like a Spider-Man tattoo. He's got like a Green Lantern symbol on his forearm. <laughs> he just walks in, shows him like, his nipple. Right he's this got way, like, my ticket. He's got like a lightsabers on his back. Yeah, <laughs> front row. Yeah, he's super about it. Dang man. Yeah, it is. That is crazy, man. Hardcore well, effort. anyways, I think we touched up on a, a couple good things. Um, I think. I think in the yeah, wow, almost a really, ninety-minute podcast yeah, today. Just about. Just flew by. I think in the beginning, um, yeah, almost. I remember we were talking about. It's kind of hard to remember what we've been talking about, but I remember we were kind of uh, talking about like losing and how that's you know don't don't be afraid of failure. I think is really important. It's it's actually it's not yes. okay to fail. It's actually good to fail because from failing you're going to learn a lot. And mm-hmm. and then I think really the second thing we really touched on was like. Yep. Um, mental 
health, you know, like mental health. Oh yeah, that's another one. Ways to make like income. Ten online. different ways to make money online. That was a good one. So I think we touched. I think we brought some value today. Yeah. Um, anyone? Yeah. Anybody who's listening? Yeah, we um, gave a lot of good info. Please DM us with any questions or any comments that you have and. Uh, if you could do us a huge favor, we are available on iTunes now and Google Play Music and also on anchor.fm forward slash The Adam and Connor Show. If you could, on any one of those, just leave us a review really quick. That would mean a lot to us. We're going to think we should make a goal of like a certain amount of reviews in like, you know, a couple months span. Like we should try and get like 10 reviews in the next two months, you know? Which isn't a lot, but I, th- I think we could do it. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a start, you know. Yeah, yeah. Get the you snowball gotta, there. You know, one thing at a time. You know? then... But anyways, man. Um, all right, yeah. you guys. Thanks for tuning yeah. in. We'll see you. We'll see you again soon. Thanks for tuning in, guys. All right, dude. All right. Tomorrow. <laughs>